0: Live from the WLI-WFM studio in Southampton, New York, on, gosh, what is today? Tuesday, August 29th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. 23 Long Island public high schools are among the nation's 1,000 best, including 16 in Nassau County, according to U.S. News and World Report. Report's annual list, which is scheduled for release today, at the top of the list for Long Island again is Jericho High School, which climbed five spots up to 104. Jericho, with an enrollment of nearly 1,200 students, was Long Island's top finisher last year and also is ranked the 13th best high school in New York State this year. Jericho High School students often take top honors in many national academic and science competitions. In June, Jericho had 15 co-valedictorians, each sharing the same unweighted GPA of 4.0. Robert Brodsky reporting on Newsday.com that the 2023 Best High Schools edition evaluated nearly 18,000 public high schools at the national, state, and local level. Along with Jericho, 15 other Nassau high schools ranked in the top 1,000. The next four in Nassau, are Garden City High School at 199, Great Neck South High School 205, Manhasset Secondary School 251, and Herricks High School at 257. In Suffolk County, seven schools made the top 1,000 in the nation list. The fo- top five in Suffolk are Cold Spring Harbor High School 268, Half Hallows, uh, Half Hollow Hills High School East in Dix Hills at 367. Harbor Fields High in Green Lawn, 373, Half Hollow Hills High School West in Dix Hills, 561, and Babylon High at 846. The rankings are based on six factors, college readiness, reading and math proficiency, reading and math performance, underserved student performance, college curriculum breadth, and graduation rates. Just over 30 percent of the nearly 1,200 high schools in New York State were ranked in the top 25 percent nationally, the seventh most among states across the country. Massachusetts ranked first with more than 47 percent of its high schools in the top 25 percent. In other school news, state officials warned New York school districts yesterday that any policy they institute to block or even make difficult the enrollment of migrant kids could lead to lawsuits and fines. Craig McCarthy reporting in the New York Post that the threat of legal action from New York State Attorney General Letitia James and State Education Commissioner Betty Rosa was triggered by the discovery of discriminatory practices in some districts, such as requiring a voter ID from parents registering their kids at schools across the state prepare for the new year and a flood of asylum-seeking children. Quote, the Office of the Attorney General and State Education Department have recently learned that some districts employ employment, uh, excuse me, employ enrollment policies that make it difficult or impossible for non-citizens, undocumented students and people who rent their homes without a formal lease to register for school. The pair's letter released Monday reads, adding that several registration policies are of particular concern. questionable practices, which also include requiring a student's residency to be more than 30 days old or providing proof of where they live on a regular basis, may violate constitutional and statutory protections, exposing school districts to lawsuits and liability. The state officials said, quote, the law is clear. Every New Yorker is entitled to a free public education and anyone who lives in our state is a New Yorker said A.G. James, in announcing the warning. Under state law, all kids between ages 5 and 21, including any migrant or undocumented students, are guaranteed a public education in New York. In East Patchogue, a historic homestead will be preserved after a joint purchase by Suffolk County and Brookhaven Town, all off officials for the municipality said. Nicholas Spangler reporting on Newsday.com that the 11 0.5 acre Avery Homestead a vestige of vast holdings that once included most of what is now Patchogue and Blue Point had belonged to the family for roughly 270 years according to a monograph on the site by Cultural Heritage Group Preservation Long Island which puts the property on its list of endangered historic places in 2019 the Averys ran a plant nursery there for most of the 20th century Barbara Avery the last lifelong resident, raised miniature horses at the site before her death in 2017. Quote, it has beautiful plants, trees, the old well, the fountain, the old barn. There are so many beautiful aspects to it. So much character. That quote from Suffolk legislator Dominic Thorne, the Republican from Patchogue, who worked with County Executive Steve Ballone and Brookhaven Town Supervisor Ed Romaine to close the sale. According to a county release, the county and town partnered 70-30 on the $1.9 million purchase. The land and four historic structures, including the 1880s home where Avery and her ancestors lived, and a large barn used for the nursery will be dedicated to the Suffolk County Historic Trust. Future uses of the site could include a museum, gift shop, or event space, uses that could generate money for upkeep, according to the release. Avery Homestead in East Patchogue is a diamond-shaped property bordered by South Country Road and Robinson Boulevard on the south. Montauk Highway and a shopping center are to the north. Ah, lovely news. And finally, um, it's not so lovely news. Long Island environments, uh, environmentalists are asking for the public's help in eradicating invasive plants, including the Dirty Dozen. Corselinberry, bamboo, phragmites, Japanese knotweed, tree of heaven, oriental bittersweet, Japanese barberry, multiflora roses, uh, Chinese wisteria, mugwort, burning bush, and English ivy. The plants are tough and can outcompete natives for water, nutrients, and sunlight. Invasives also create ecological dead zones. Invasive plants support invasive insect species. The spotted lanternfly which threatens local wineries and vegetable farms, love the tree of heaven. Tracy Toulis reporting on Newsday.com that according to the U.S. Forest Service, invasive plants have crept into 133 million acres of federal, state, and privately owned land nationwide, an area equivalent to California and New York together. Yikes. Reading the weather in Southhold in honor of Glenn Hanson and Adam Strauss, Joining us at the bottom of this hour to talk about the newest show at Glen Hansen Gallery Monuments. David Cross joining us at the bottom of the next hour. So, a monumental playlist to match this morning. Looking like a chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. today. Cloudy otherwise with a high near 76 degrees. East wind 7 to 9 miles per hour. Tonight, that chance of showers and thunderstorms rises to 50%. Patchy fog as well, otherwise cloudy with a low around 68 degrees, east wind around six miles per hour, becoming south after midnight. Right now it's 67 degrees. Uh-uh-uh. Beta Radio, Green Sky Bluegrass, Carina Round, and the Water Boys. But first, Coastal Clubs Monumental. From the I Get Nervous Sometimes EP of 2020, right here on the Morning and Midnight show that gives you a little bit of it all. On Long Island's only local NPR radio station, it's WLIWFM's Heart of the East End.
1: seems kind of scary and it's weird how my grandmother told me her friends are dying find someone that you can tolerate and find someone that has some similar tastes so that simultaneously you can be entertained Find that things have changed. It goes. It might feel monumental, but you're doing fine. Don't live in accidentals. It's just passing by. Spend my time busy running around. If I don't slow down, my thoughts will be. Accidental There's no mistaking accidental There's no mistake in your design
2: still be known Yeah!
0: Colony of Bees is the record. Beta Radio is the uh, artist. Monument. It's the Monument Edition of the Heart. Appropriately enough, named after the new show coming to Glen Hansen Gallery. We oh, have
3: no. It's up. It's, it's up. up now until uh, actually this weekend is the last.
0: Speaking to weekend. the mic, my, oh. my my wonderful friend Adam Strauss and Glen Hansen in the studio. <laughs> This morning. morning monuments is up.
3: It is. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It, it's all right. It, it opened uh we opened it what a couple months ago. It's been up a- it. we opened the gallery on weekends from 11 to 3. Uh it's Glen Hanson Studio uh Southhold 1560 Young avenue it's in a big red barn we've been doing shows for this is the fifth year anniversary this happy october
0: fifth, happy fifth anniversary october, yeah. october 21st huge. yeah that's huge this is. and it's very newsworthy so any publications out there that are listening might be interested because the journalist's ears pop, pop like prick up you like you the
4: north fork of magazine yeah
0: are you in it <laughs> Are What's you it? in it?
4: No. No. Well, you should be. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Fifth anniversary? That's
4: fifteen shows. Got through COVID. 15 shows? Yeah.
3: At least. Posters.
4: Posters. t shirts? T shirts? I
0: loved I loved the historic show. The one before Monument.
4: Uh East End Light? Oh yeah. That was really good. That was awesome. That was, that was good. Yeah, we pretty had... well attended too. Yeah.
3: So. So, there know, was it... there was paintings in that show that literally are museum quality paintings from uh East End painters from the early part of the 1900s late 1800s uh pecanic school painters and then we combine that with with the contemporary artist yes there dealing with landscapes yeah. yeah the and- gold
0: the gold frames give it away
3: well, we, we have that to thank John normal. McLean
4: for lending yes. us uh, at least twenty pieces from the past, and also Wendy Prelwitz for letting us borrow her uh, a Wiles painting and and her grandfather's painting.
0: Yeah, it so. was unbelievable.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, so tell me about monuments. How's it look? Who's in well, it? Well,
3: that that came about. When did we start? We started talking about monument when the uh, monuments around the country were being um,
5: changed, you know, graffitied
3: and, t- and changed. And, um, you know, kind of the first idea about removing some of these Confederate monuments oh. and stuff. So we we started talking about the issue and it was kind of, um, you know, on our weekly meetings at the bar, the brewery boys, like we'd get into these discussions about it and these debates about whether it was right or wrong or this or that. And we just decided to do, Glenn wanted to do a show at that point. And then I think COVID hit and we put it off right. and... You know, we, we just finally did it. We invited, uh, you know, all these artists from the area to respond to the issue of uh, desecration or removal of monuments, historic monuments, either pro or con, or propose their own monuments or whatever they wanted to. Which do. is
0: very, which is, uh, you know, a running theme in your show. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, a response based. That, ha- uh, that happens a lot. Theme. Yeah, yeah. And you tend to get viewpoints. From, uh, from everywhere
4: yeah and, we, yeah and we did we sent it out to what fifty artists and twenty responded and you yeah. know most of them too so it's uh and we were dealing with sculpture with painting the written word Eli Stoneman. very cool so
3: um, yeah actually he he wrote two two really fantastic very short stories one page stories um, <laughs> one kind of coming from the point of view of of more of a cancel culture and then the <coughs> other one coming from more of the right wing. So okay. So he, he, it was really interesting. I'm trying to so. find,
0: I had a, pl- I had a song on the playlist this morning that was about exactly what you're talking about. And I scrubbed a bunch of them. So I'm trying to, trying to bring it up.
4: You know, you know I think Adam should talk about the piece that's down in Arlington. That's, um, that's from grandparents, great grandparents. This is a major actually, thing. Too.
3: After we were, you know, debating this issue, uh, you know, several years ago, I was contacted by my cousin's wife, who does has done an extensive genealogy of the Strauss family. Um, and it turns out that my great-great-uncle, Moses Ezekiel, was a renowned sculptor who did the Confederate monument in Arlington Cemetery. <laughs> Interesting. My, my family my you know cousins from that side were petitioning to have it removed and they were sending out the petition to everybody in the family to get it signed and my feeling was that it was it was part of history one of the problems with the with the monument is it depicts uh, an agrarian life with slavery that's kind of fine that everything's hunky dory right. kind of thing and this monument was put up like 50 years it was 1914 it was way after the civil war and it was picked by uh the daughters of the confederacy Mm. and it was part of this backlash to reconstruction this kind of really pretty white supremacist racist backlash um and it was to appease the south and bring them in the bodies were into you know uh removed from where they were and brought to Arlington Cemetery Confederate soldiers' bodies and buried in a section of Arlington Cemetery, and this monument was picked to represent that area. There's a plaque up now, and there has been for a while, that talks about the depiction of slavery as being problematic. The monument still exists right now, but it is going to be removed. I would not sign the petition because I felt like the context of it was very important. It's a Confederate area of the cemetery. This is the monument that was chosen. And then it's the, part the of plaque history. is nearby that pra- talks about it. explaining it. It's, it's a depiction of our history, whether we like it or not.
0: That's the Disney um, yeah, way yeah. of handling I, it because if you watch uh, Peter Pan or, sure. or, or Dumbo I, you know there'll be a slide in the front that says listen there's some really uh you know uh horrible not correct ways that uh certain people are depicted that are problematic sure so they they've added that slide we, we but changed. they still
3: I mean but thank they still goodness.
0: have they still have the 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 film in collection Uh, that is streaming and accessible, but, but so you, well, I think what's interesting is that this petition, there are people in the Strauss family that do agree with the removal of the Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. A a good number of the cousins signed the petition. Uh, Several of us didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, My argument was that it was very different than the public square that because it was the uh, the Confederate area of Arlington cemetery ah. it was different than the monuments I kind of I, I really understand the removal of some of these monuments from the public square mm-hmm. um,
0: do you think you would feel that way even if it was a Moses Ezekiel and it were in the public square?
3: Well if it was in the public square I would I, I, it would be different hmm. for he, me he actually I went mean, down to see it too. Yeah, and which I was very and tricky to find, and it's it's you have to kind of get off the tour bus and find out where it is and walk over to it, and I I just I mean I'm not I was not offended, you know. I I looked at it. I can see kind of this propagandistic portrayal of slavery and place it in history. Mm-hmm. Place it. Where it came from, and although I'm, I'm sure there I'm, are
0: people who who don't feel that with way, it,
3: you know, but I certainly understand that people might not be. Right. But 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 that's part of our history, mm-hmm. and to just erase it in a in a way removes the reminder that this is what we were so like. You, so
0: this is like you're also accessing it from the point of. Um, history, uh, if forgotten or not, uh, can be repeated.
3: Sure. We do. That's mm. what we do. We repeat it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Until not, we, we really evolve in like little bitty increments, you know, and we're trying to evolve now.
0: Yeah. Well, Change is possible. And, you know, and I, I was you I was know, interviewing, or that. I'm going to be interviewing David Cross at the bottom of the next hour, and he talks about uh, doing a, a joke Uh, That uh, uh, had a word, a very offensive word for a group of people and that he had a conversation with someone who explained to him how it made them feel. And he uh, he ended up changing and deciding, you know, well, there's so many I've got I could just write another joke. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I ended up getting. Re- he's like, we all evolve, we all change, and he's like, I'm. What am I gonna be, some hero of free speech? Because like, I kept a joke that that you know makes a certain uh, you know uh, population of people uh, really feel terrible in my act. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was really commendable. I don't know um, how I feel about the mo- the whole. Monumented issue. I think that it's complicated. I believe in certain cases it is the right thing to do. Um, I haven't really, really looked much into it. Um, I, I also kind of feel like there's also the thing like, all right, like when hoarding, right? You can take a picture of something and put it in a book and contextualize it that way like it's not as if taking this thing down would be uh completely erasing it although you know it it also is a historic thing it's a com- it seems like a complicated well, it's not,
3: they're not damaged i mean they're removed uh you know and they they are preserved i right. mean it's not like the monuments that are that have been removed have been destroyed.
0: Oh, I, and I, I, and maybe there's a, a way like a muse, like a place these things. Well, can I be was thinking how collected. interesting it
3: would be to have a a, a literally a national park, with a, a or, some place some in the country type. where these monuments are moved yeah. and and talked about, and right. the history of them is talked about, and you can go see them. Right. I mean, because the, some of them are amazing. Uh, I mean, there's, statuary. there's I mean, like some there's like the
0: Holocaust Museum yeah, you know, in in DC. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. the
4: concept of the show to begin with was for everybody to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If you were on this side or that side, let's let's throw it out. Let's not tell you what to do. Do it, and let's have a conversation. Yeah. So yeah. I think we we succeeded on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And everybody's different. So, uh, yeah. but it took time and, out of these people's lives to go and and do photographs or make sculpture or do painting. So yeah. I'm happy about that. And,
3: and I gotta say, I'm I'm. Uh, kind of ambivalent about the issue, I, even uh, my my uh, ancestor's monument, I really, when it came up, and I got this email about it, and, you know, I read about it, I was very kind of mixed, mm. you know, I, I, I understood both points of view. Right. And you it was um,
4: just last week, or the week before, it was just in the Wall Street Journal, and a couple of months yeah, ago, there was another a big article, article in the, about Times.
3: the removal. And yeah, in-depth kind of uh, look at it yeah. on
0: what on, on monument removal in general or no what?
3: about the about the this monument specific? in Arlington oh, Cemetery. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotten then it goes back in history. A, a yeah, well, like yeah, it's uh, 1914. How was it? Was
0: it uh, a complicated process to go through? Uh, how many people signed the petition? What you was know? It? I
3: don't know. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I know my family called? did a petition, but I suppose What's they added. They added it to other petitions, or you know, I don't. What
0: What's the monument called?
3: Uh, It's Confederate, the Confederate Monument, uh, Arlington Cemetery.
0: Confederate Memorial. It's
3: beautifully crafted too. too. I mean, it's of that age where the sculptors were authorized
0: in March 1906.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think, installed in 1914.
0: Yes. McKinley gave a speech.
3: And he, uh, Moses Ezekiel, is actually buried there.
0: Oh wow! Did you go? So you went and visited him?
3: i visited the whole the whole place. yes. Yeah. Is, is that where you didn't, get you t- didn't really talk to him? <clears throat> is that where you get your talent? <laughs>
0: yeah, ask him. Ask <laughs> he him. Actually how looks, he actually looks. <laughs> he looks a little
3: bit like my father. So.
0: It's amazing. Uh, I don't know if ties. he's
3: even genetically related to my father, <laughs> but he he does look. But there it is.
0: You know, speaking of success, uh, Glenn, I know you're off to Ohio. What's going on?
4: Yes, going out to uh, pick up a painting that was just in the uh, Butler Institute. So I got a road trip right right after the show to drive out to Ohio.
0: We love a road trip. I hear they're different nowadays. Adam says it's... uh... Not as fun.
4: The road trip is not as fun? No, just, well, in, just, general. just there's, in general. traffic in general. get through the city, take there. 80 straight to, to yeah. Youngstown, Ohio. So that's straight the deal. I I love, still straight love. to California. Straight <laughs> to California. I, I love coming back. <laughs> just I, I,
3: We love the road trip. Yes. yes. I, 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 I love the road trip. And then and then my wife is always going like, I thought you would love this when I'm going like, I can't believe this traffic. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I'm trying to it.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love the road trip. Except... I love the road trip unless I'm with someone with a with a small bladder. Oh. I am I'm like a camel.
4: Well, not not <laughs> me. No, Nicole. <laughs> Every rest stop. I,
0: I I I wanna go. I wanna go at least a hundred miles. You at know, least. we gotta we gotta like let's let's take the tank. Here. I've got, go a, I've got get, a record. Yes. It's a written rule. Come that's,
6: on. That's, I think I have I mean, got a record. All right, <laughs> right now I know. Yeah. Me and Glenn are going
4: yeah. on a 350 road. trip. Three hundred and fifty miles. Hold so it tell, in. Me,
0: tell me about this painting, this, um, this winning, this winner of a painting.
4: Uh, it's uh, part of a new body of work uh, called Architectural Wonders of the World, and it's a painting of the panorama inside the Queen's Museum. Ooh. And it's, the, uh, it's a look at uh, downtown Manhattan, uh, and it's the World Trade Center. So the model is 9,500 square feet. It's in the que- Queen's Museum. Um, museum. It's a permanent uh, thing there. It was built for the 64 World's Fair. So if you can imagine the scale, the Empire State Building is like 15 inches. Mm-hmm. So the model is it has Staten Island, Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and a little bit of Long Island. Mm-hmm. And you look over it from a glass balcony. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it it's, sounds, uh, sounds gorgeous. It's, and, yeah, and they change buildings all the time. Like they've changed Yankee Stadium. They've changed shade, a city Field. But the one thing they didn't change was the World Trade Center. So I was told by the woman at worked there that when nine eleven, when the buildings came down, people would go to the museum and mourn in front of the the, the two towers. So I don't think they're going to be be changed for what's down there right now. So that's right. I think that's a really good thing. Um, what
0: did you do for monument?
4: I did uh, I did a painting of Mount Rushmore. Really? And so I was going to drive to South Dakota. I'm like, okay. Oh, so I looked up on the internet <laughs> and I like gonna... I like road trip. Does love a road trip? <laughs> so right. So I'm like, let me look at, and I and I bought this little plastic model off uh, Amazon, and it was it, and then I, you know, this little sculpted thing, the four presidents, and uh, and I I underlit it, and then I photographed it, and I did a painting of that. So that's that's the one that's in monument.
0: And why? Why did you pick that?
4: Well, I mean, I mean, I don't want that torn down. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so- So it's up to the viewer to think what you know what they but it's it's instead of having the light from the sun, it's actually underlit. So it's kinda spooky. It's a small little painting.
0: I would have loved to see, you know. Yeah.
4: We're open this weekend from eleven to three. Yeah. What's that? It's like
0: different faces.
3: No, they're the same faces, but they No, but it would have
0: been
3: cool. (laughs) They they look kind of odd because they're they're uh, artificial yeah, it's there, a, there another rendition, which is kinda interesting yeah. because you're you seem to be instead of painting you always painted the actual thing. Yeah. And now you're painting models the last of, couple of actual thing. It's it's so interesting because it's interesting generations move. removed. I'm yeah.
4: painting with especially with the panorama, I'm painting an architect's simplification of the building. Oh, so you know a building has drainage marks on it so i'm not painting the model because it's not outside it's like so pure. and then it's simplified like yes. uh, but but you know you're looking at the empire it's, state it's building you know right. you're looking at the chrysler you know so it, it was fun for me and then i could really play around with the color because um the architect i think had the refer- it, it was a little bit more colorful so if you i mean have you yeah. seen the paintings so you know it they be, there's a lot more color in these paintings than i would do with the regular building Right. it was uh yeah i don't know how to yeah
3: well, it's more abstract. Yeah, really. Sick, it's kind yeah. of—it's just—it's uh, different. I like
4: know? to see Glenn going a little abstract.
3: All right, it's so like- so
0: what's what else? What other pieces really speak to you guys? I mean, they all do, I'm sure. But uh, what what are some some nice highlights of the show?
3: Oh, well, we've got we've got the famous Frankie Neptune. Oh yeah. Lynn Mara did Lynn something Mara did interesting. A really good
4: piece. Um, and Lynn is the next show at my gallery September fifteenth. Lynn, if you're listening, get ready. What's the next show? The next show at My Space is Lynn Mara and it's gonna Oh, it's gonna wor- be Lynn. She she works in kind of two or three different styles, but I'm just dealing with her landscape. Um, I love the landscape paintings and sometimes with the landscape she gets a little bit abstract, sort of like Corn. So it's going to be those next to each other. So it's Very not going to cool. be the collage works. It's going to be a painted, painted stuff. So
0: where is where is where is Lynn from?
4: Uh, Lynn is from originally from this town. Oh, cool! From yeah. Southampton. Yes, I think her dad was the mayor Stop back in it. the day. Yeah. Oh. And so she lives up in Greenwich, but they have they rent here during the summer in uh, Hampton Bays. We got to have her on. So she she just had the she had the poster that was East End Arts with the Detour show. A okay. really great piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that show we should talk Wait, about too. Yes, so that, that was that I, I, I was. Please talk about detour. I didn't get the, to see it. Oh yeah, no. It it's probably the best down. show out here this this summer. It came um, down we did Sunday. three lectures. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Is it still up? It just came oh, down no. Sunday. Oh dang! I so it. so Lynn had the poster in that, and then she has work five or six pieces in the M and T Bank in West Hampton. Okay. So if you want to see her work, it's on public display. Wow. So yeah, yeah and really interesting stuff. And,
0: and 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 talk a little bit more about detour
4: detour i mean i'm
0: living vicariously through yeah, you right now i think
4: I we've this is the fourth one i think it was the strongest one not the uh, not that yeah. the other ones were weak but i mean i could just name some names i mean we had jog tariano marjorie gosnell lataro that's another thing lataro hello he's having a opening this weekend yeah, at the uh, at the compound oh, uh, in cool. flanders yeah, yeah, yeah and adam and i are in that show you drop your piece off? Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. gonna be five to eight. I, I told him I would say something on the radio. Oh, so yeah. please come. So yeah, September uh, 2nd uh, I still haven't uh, been to the q to it's Colorado. amazing it's 45 acres that. sculpture garden oh gallery God. buildings it's, art it's of, yeah. like
3: the closest thing to Marfa that yeah. we
4: have <laughs> yeah. on the East End yeah. I gotta go yeah it's it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be seen. When scene is, when's the opening? 5 to 8 uh, uh, September I mean, 2nd yeah okay hold on, on so, so, Saturday, um, and then I'm not Saturday. sure if Lataro and uh, Isadora have paintings in the show I didn't read the card I love Isadora she's so she's great they curated the show and they have a great space to show art uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah. 5 to
0: 8 September 20 or September 2nd. Okay, so where is it off how do I find it? it when do I know It's to at turn the
3: corner off? of 24, which is the road from, you know, like up Flanders to Riverhead, road? yeah. And uh 105. Okay. Which is the Cross so, Island. So area. you take a right. You take your first, you take your right.
0: On to one oh five to go to, to the on north
4: of the oh, And then 24. you take your first left wait, and you wait, go wait, straight wait, wait. to on, a gate.
0: Okay. I'm making a right from one oh five yes. on to twenty four. So I've got the the osprey nest on my right. Yes. 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 Okay.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> and then you and take then, then you go a little bit and you take your first left and you're in the community
0: and then you go left. straight
3: ahead and then there's a gate.
0: First yeah.
3: left. And I expect the gate will be open. He I can give you the number, but I'm not going to do, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> should
0: be the gate should be open. All but right, it's that's an amazing awesome. place.
3: It's, it's uh, uh yeah.
4: it's worth seeing. It's it's tremendous. And it's always gonna be an art compound, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. Guys, we're gonna play some music. I didn't find that song. It's all right. We're gonna play uh, a little green sky bluegrass monument from the stress dreams record of twenty twenty two. I was just telling uh, Adam, about a stress dream I had involving Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Once upon a time, <laughs> I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Adam Strauss and Glenn Hanson. Uh, this is Green Sky Bluegrass. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. wfm the hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing. We'll be back.
5: grow from the seed we have planted they could save won't take a single one for granted could all be gone in the blank of an eye can't stop the wheel, no matter how hard we try you can build a castle but it crumbles to a cave like solid ground. This is not where we were standing.
0: All right, we're going to rock right into the NPR news break at the top of the hour with Karina Round's monument and the Waterboys monument from the disconnection record of uh, 2004 and out of all this blue from 2017. I'm Gianna Volpe and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut 96.9 in Central and Western Suffolk County, streaming online at WLIW.org slash radio. Stay tuned for David Cross at the bottom of the next hour on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. News you can trust, music you love.
7: of this chance Hanging over God know Like I never asked for more Statues on the building top Stooping for the fire we got Heart's new Incantation you say.